Hey everyone, I'm Tima from Shades and Pages and welcome to Brazenly Shady, your ticket to hot and unfiltered conversations about all things black romance. Tap in everybody, we're about to take y'all on a ride. Oh, we are now recording. This what, is it what it what do? What it do? What it do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Sharonda Isadora. And, and I'm Tama Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving y'all my last name this time. I'm Tama Roll. <laughs> I ain't giving, well, I ain't giving y'all my last name. Bump y'all. Oh, no, just kidding. Uh, I'm just going to say Sharonda Isadora because that's what y'all know me by, and that's what y'all going to keep knowing me by. So, yeah. So, how you doing, Miss Ma'am? I'm doing great. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just happy that Christmas is over. and you so happy Christmas is over. Oh, my God. I'm just going to say... It's mm-hmm. Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> Christmas, you filthy animals. But it's over, and I'm glad. But we did read some bomb-ass books. We did. We read some really good books uh, this um, this past week. Um, we didn't have nothing much to do. Well, I didn't have nothing much to do. Um, I did get a little tipsy with the family, but you know, yeah. I was just about to say, I sat in that recliner and I ate and drink and I was married. Me oh. too. I ain't do nothing. I was just like, <laughs> and I only cooked a little bit. They was like, you cooking? I'm like, um, why should I? <laughs> Guess what I cook? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't cook shit. And I, I ain't had like, no plans of cooking shit. I was like, I'm like, I'm not cooking anything. I don't want to cook anything. Should I cook anything? Like, uh, they was like, well, everybody else cooking. I'm like, eh? What everybody else got to do with me? Well, just, this is our Christmas episode. And just, just pretend like you hear Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you in the background on heavy rotation. I am sick <laughs> of that goddamn song. <laughs> I meant to watch a Christmas special. I missed it. But I love that song, though. You know why I, I think I hated that? I don't, I don't hate it. I just dislike it heavily. I'm about to say, you don't like Mariah Carey? Because I remember doing a little dance to that song in high mm-hmm. school. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, and I'm in my 30s. But what that's that got to do with now? N- every Christmas, <laughs> they play the song every two seconds. Like, God damn it, we know you want whoever for Christmas. All you want is them. We get it. God damn it. Can we play something else? I remember I went to a Barnes & Noble Christmas party because that was my previous job. I can say it now because I don't work there anymore. So, I remember I went to Barnes & Noble Christmas party and this 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 girl, this white girl, she got up and sung that song. She sounded pretty good. I was shocked. I thought she was going to get up, up there like everybody else and be like tipsy drunk singing. But she was pretty good. I was like, oh, okay. You sound pretty good, girl. Listen, somebody <laughs> better come up with a new Christmas theme song. ASAP Okay? ASAP Rocky, they need to come up Listen, with this. because I'm not going to replace Queen Mariah Carey, so you I might as well. Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they better use some of them old school Christmas black songs. That's what they better do. That's what I'm saying. My mom, since we're on Christmas, my mom loved, what's his name? White Christmas. Oh, my. my. That's what I'm trying to figure. I, I always listen to it. And is it Otis Redding? Probably. That is like the best arrangement of White Christmas that I have ever, ever heard. My favorite. I, my favorite is This Christmas, the original. And then I loved when Chris Brown did the remake. Like, I love those. I love that song. Like, that's my Christmas song. That's my holiday song. So, yeah. 
You know, Christmas for me. If I had a temptation silent night, baby, that's what I know. Oh my God. Listen, I remember growing up and they had that uh it was a uh it was a um a raisin commu- commercial and they had the temptations as raisins and they would sing in my silent mind. night. <laughs> that, yes, that's how old I am, ho. <laughs> that's how old I yeah, am. I remember the raisins too. I remember because you know I do sign. I dabble a little in sign language. Just a little. I've kind of I know, I know. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. So I have to I have to get back into it, but that's good though. I know. And we used to like, you know, like back in the day when you used to pantomime to different songs, you do the little yeah. sign. Yeah, I used to do that when I was younger because I was, you know, into sign language. And we did that to uh, a lot of Christmas songs like Silent Night and stuff like that. Nice. So I was, I was sitting here with my son and I remembered all the signs from like when I was like wow. 12 or 13. Can you believe that? I need to like get back into sign language because I used to do that like heavily when I was younger. That's pretty dang on good. But I'm thug now, you know? Yay, yay. Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Ms>. Thug. Thug <laughs> life, baby. Thug <laughs> tamer. Thug life is the best life. Thug what? life is the best life. All right, so we're going to get into these books. We have uh, we talk, We talk. have four books to talk about. <clears throat> I didn't read one. <laughs> I said. So Tamer's gonna talk about that one the most because I didn't uh I didn't what I'm talking about. Which uh, one you talking about? <laughs> one, my one Christmas list by D Rose. Tamer will be talking okay. about that one because I didn't read it. Um so yeah. Um, cause I was trying to catch up on my jingle books, but, um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about the books we're going to talk about today is my one Christmas list by D Rose, uh, flirtatiously by yes. Jay Shanae Byers. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about Santa's helper by Shay Santa- Sanders. And we're going to talk about a second chance road Christmas, a road trip for Christmas by Jackie Lau. So, Miss Tana, grumpy ass Greg. Grumpy ass Greg. Oh, I love he that grumpy. book. So, which one you want to start off with first? Uh, we could start off with Second Chance Road Trip for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see, I was like, okay. You know, I'm was excited for this book because I just wanted to know more about Greg and his grumpy ass from the Thanksgiving book. And, you know, I had no idea that this was an interracial book and the lady was black. But then again, we should have known. She named Tasha. Come on, man. We should have known that shit. Tasha, you know why people named Tasha? Do I? Okay, black Tasha's? I didn't even speak about it because when I remember when we was reading the Thanksgiving book, I was like, this is going to be interracial romance. Like I saw the character's name, the woman's character's name. And I was like, this is going to be an interracial romance. And then I was just like, I just automatically assumed it was going to be a white woman. Like that. I just, I was like, there's going to be a white, there's going to be no white woman. But, um, <laughs> But I was pleasantly shocked when I started reading it, and it was a black woman. And I was like, yes, Jackie, yes. When she said braids, I was like, braids? That's what took me out, <laughs> That's what took me out. That's when I knew. That's when I knew. Soldier boy, braids? Yeah, the way these white girls tripping now with the braids up in their hair. Y'all just want to be bald-headed, don't y'all? But, <laughs> but anyway, I was like, Yes, yes. I love that she really didn't go into like you know skin tone and anything like that. Because usually, like white authors and sometimes POC authors kind of like 
in black office too. Let's not let's not lie. Uh, <laughs> you know they get it wrong when they start describing these you know skin colors. You know what I mean. So and I'm her glad skin glowed under the sunlight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry, what now? <laughs> you be like, huh? So I'm glad she didn't describe skin tone. It was fine for me to just for her to just say braids. And then we go further inside of the story. We know that pretty much growing up, like he was the only Asian kid in the school, pretty mm-hmm. much. She was the yeah. only black kid in the school. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But the braids pretty much confirmed it for me. It and um I am like trying to figure out how did they work? Because maybe Greg wasn't as grumpy as he was back in the day. She because I, <laughs> but I'm sitting there like he was. He was he wasn't grumpy. I mean, you do have some grumpy ass kids, but he was. I guess he was quiet. He was kind of like nerdy, shy. Yeah, and she was kind of like a little bit of like you know more out there, whatever. So they kind of like hooked up that way. And she then I. I and sing huh? all them goddamn, I said she sat in that car and sing all them goddamn Christmas song, and I'm like, why is I'm she like, so preppy? Girl, shut up! Let me right here want hear all that. <laughs> Greg, and, and you can't sing. Trying to listen to the to the to the the traffic channel. <laughs> now listen, we would have to come to some type of consensus or agreement because what I'm not going to do. Is listen to a motherfucking um traffic channel all day. Like I get it, it was a snowstorm, but we ain't gonna sit up here and listen to the news channel all day. No, Greg, no. This mom grunted and hunted and hunted the whole goddamn trip. But I love their banter. Their banter yes. was like top notch for me. Yeah. Because Tasha wasn't even phased by his grumpiness. She was like, I'll <laughs> And I think that's because she was so used to it. Because, like, by the time they got to, like, their senior year in high school and they were about to go to university, mm-hmm. she was used to him being, like, this grumpy teenager. So she was just like, like, kid, I am so used to you, like, grunting and whatever. And I was just like, is he going to grunt during sex? Because that's all I want to know. That man could hoot and grunt for no reason. <laughs> I was cracking up when they was driving in that car. Every time she started singing, he was just like, Ugh. like <laughs> he was sick of her. I was like, I hear you. I understand, Greg. I understand. Because all that singing would have to goddamn go. But Tasha and Greg, they dated for like 15 years during, I guess, like some point during like middle school or they met in middle school and yeah. then in high school they dated all that time and then they broke up because they were both going to different universities yeah. and they didn't want to kind of like you know be you know where we're gonna go to the thing. same yeah we, we, we ain't gonna go to the same school plus they wanted like they're both engineers but they wanted kind of like different programs yeah so they decided to go to separate schools and that ended their their relationship right then and there but then they well, meet I up I love the idea of a black woman engineer. Like that yes. had me yes. like all excited. I was like, yes, because usually you don't really get black female engineers in these stories, at least interracial stories. I mean, let's be real. She usually down in the gutter and they want uh, a, a white savior for her. I lying. I lying. It's true. No, you're not. No, you're not lying. She's usually down in the gutter and she's just waiting for somebody to come save her. Yeah. Like, you know, who's gonna save me? I like that song, Supergirl by Robin. Anyway, but <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but I like the fact that she had her own, like she was, I mean, granted she, her car breakdown, but we ain't gonna talk about that. I but, like to know how they both was engineers and had them broke down that car. Break down Camrys. Let's talk. I'm like, I mean, you? I know Toyota has good Toyota has good cars, but why y'all driving around in in in, in t- uh, Camrys that y'all had in high school? Like, I get it. In the but, snow. No, I don't. In the snow. In, in the, the snow. snow. How about that? In the snow. I was confused about that. I was like, Tasha, you say your daddy bought you this from college. How long you done been on the college now? You ain't got no new car yet? Girl, what is you doing? 
She was 34. She had that car for a long ass time. She should have kicked that car to the curb long to time. To the curb. She had that car from no letter that bird. Child. I'm holding on for, you know, like memories and stuff, but that car would have been gone. Like, that what? Was cool. But anyway, I did like that she was an engineer, a black yeah. woman engineer. Yeah, I like that. It was, it was pretty obvious that even though they've been apart for years, yeah. like you could tell that they still had the feelings for each other because they yeah. sitting in the car she reminiscing about stripping for him and you know he reminiscing about you know how she cuddled good and, yeah. and like y'all still feeling each other huh and they trying to yeah. convince themselves like this is not i don't go backwards i move forward <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, I like I like that they just flow right back into the easy banter together. Like it was so easy for them because yeah. if you haven't been with somebody for a long time or you haven't really like been around, you know, it's kind of like awkward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I like that they flow really right back into it. And it wasn't like all this awkwardness in it. In the end, you know, it was just like you know, it was easy for them, and I liked it. Like they just they just went together really really well. Like his grumpiness and her kind of like you know, loosening him up, you know, like joking around with him. Yeah. You know, stuff Lord like that. that. It was good. I yeah. liked it. I, and and um the I think Tasha was uh I think her friend was really in her head a lot because oh, her God. friend had this bad situation about the past and you know sometimes it's a double edged sword double-edged sword when it comes to friends because you have some friends who yeah. give you good advice and then you have some other friends who give you certain advice based off of their experience experiences and their experience trash and I feel like in this case her friend was giving her bad advice it's like what did Greg do you and Greg had a clean break yeah and that and that's the thing that kept pissing me off because I was like you're letting, like, yeah, you had one experience where you had a bad, like, you had a bad second chance. Like, she said that she got with a, a, a previous ex-boyfriend and it didn't go right because he was still on the same bullshit. Okay, but Greg is different. Greg is somebody that you dated while you were in high school. So that's a totally different thing. And then, like you said, y'all had a clean break. So why are you trying to compare your relationship with Greg to the one you had that when you were pretty much more of an adult? Like you, both of y'all that graduated college, y'all moving through life, y'all, you know, whatever. So you're a little bit more aware of things now. And I really felt like friend. her friend should have minded her damn business. Like, shut up. Like, just because you had a bad breakup, just because for your ex was shit. That don't mean this ex gonna be shit. Like, God damn. I, like, I really was mad she was letting her friend live rent-free in her head. I was like, get that girl out of your head. And then you, I'm calling you for advice. And, oh, don't do it. Like, God, what? Oh, that friend, friend got on my nerves. I don't, think that, friend, I think that friend wanted her to be lonely like her ass was lonely. That's what yeah. I think. Her friend and give up the cookie to her ex-boyfriend and, and she got her feelings hurt. Now she'd be like, girl, right. you better don't go back because when you go back to these exes, there's hurt your feelings. No, when you go back to your ex. Exactly. Because Greg ain't do none to this girl. Didn't they date a li the first two years in college too, right? No. Or was it just high school? I think they dated. I think it was just high school. I don't, I don't, I think they kept in contact. Okay, where did I get when, that from? But huh? I think they kind of like officially broke it off, you know, when, yeah. you know, before they both went went to, you know, their own separate schools or whatever. But I, Greg was putting it down and I was, I was like, Greg, Greg ain't grumpy Girl. in the sack, Edie. I was like, Greg ain't grumpy in the sack, child. Listen child, here. Greg was excited to be back with his little boo thing. I was like, child, he was excited. I, I was like, really do like Jackie Lyles. I love this series. I love the family. The family is always oh. crazy. They're always funny. For some reason, now, don't get me wrong. I feel like it did drag a little. Yeah, I, I, it, I do feel like that with okay. her stories. Like, so most of her stories, 
I yeah. feel a little dragging a little where I was like, okay, Jack, wrap it up now. Wrap it up, Jackie. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like she has a little, a, this thing of like, like you said, dragging a story along. Like, I, like even when I was reading this, and these are novella-length stories, I do feel like, all right, come on, let's let's wrap this up. We, we should wrap this up, wrap up chapters ago, Miss Ma'am. But I love the stories. I love the sense of family in her stories. I love, like, I love it. And I done yeah. read two series by her right about now. And the family is what is going to keep you invested. Because yes. Greg's family is a goddamn mess. They oh, were. Mess, ain't they? I was like, these people is messy. Like, why they so messy? <laughs> and I love him. And, ah. and it's. It just it just gives me a good feeling to know that across any culture, mm-hmm. color, whatever, you got family who just they meddle some of they they can't stop being a, a still people business. They just don't people care. Business. Yeah, <laughs> they just don't care. Chinese people, black people, white oh. people, everybody stay out people business, please. I said that mama, I said his mother showed me what she was doing. She was like, uh, bring Tasha with you when you come home. I was like, yo. And Greg and his slow ass. Like, Greg, you see what they did with your boy. You see right. what they did with your brother. Why you? Why you so slow? I said, now you saw what they did on Thanksgiving. Now you know goddamn well. But his grandmother still depends because grandma was like, I done read these second chance romances. So That's you better get I, up. Oh my God. I love the fact that the grandma was, they was just, they was just saying kids based off of romance tropes. That is freaking gold, Jackie. Yeah, I, I love, love it. it. I love it. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> let me tell you something. I was in here cracking up because I was like, yo, that whole family is crazy. I, I, I guess some other two kids, I was just like, Lord, have mercy. I said, I, I like, if this was a real life situation, I, I know them kids would be like, you know what? Let me go find me somebody so these people could leave me the hell alone. But that grandmother was not playing. That grandmother was like, did you kiss her yet? <laughs> Stay out people business, grandma. Stay out of it. Damn Grandfather it. ain't care. He was like, where, where we getting from Amazon? <laughs> Still shopping unnecessarily, ain't he? <laughs> I loved it. I, yeah, I loved it. This I, is cute. I, I love the banter. I love oh. Greg and Tasha's relationship. I love yeah. that they flow so easy back, back into their relationship. And yeah. listen, don't skim on the sex, Jackie, because I was like, come on yeah, now. Jackie. Jackie. Ooh. You could be a little bit more descriptive, Jackie. I ain't even mind. I ain't mind at all. Same though my, I don't mind either. Just a like, little bit oh. more, Jackie. You know, set the scene a little bit. Yeah, I just love the idea of, like this really straight laced, grumpy type type of a guy. Yes. Just really, girl. Ooh, get up in there, get up in it. Yes. Yeah, but it was it was very it was very sweet. Yeah. It was I, a good book. I mean, it flowed well. Yep. You know. <sighs> I'm just I happy that Greg, it. maybe maybe with some uh, consistent sex, he'll loosen up a little bit. Cause goddamn, I don't know. Maybe with he probably only loosened up with his family and Tasha, but I don't know. He looked like he he looked like he just be mad at everybody. I'm like y'all yeah. better leave Greg alone. <laughs> you know what cracked me up? The part where she said, "I was expecting you to be married right now, you and your wife and and you and your sweater vest, <laughs> girl." Listen, <laughs> I fell out when she said that. He was so offended, like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> when she talked about the trend, and he was like, wait, I got that at home. I was like, yes. She said, she just, she, she said, you can't do nothing but laugh, because she started laughing. <laughs> I said, yes, girl. He got a real train set at home. <laughs> oh, that shit was so funny. He was so upset. He was so offended when she said that. Like, wait a minute now. I'm not that bad. Everybody, everybody like, you like to disagree, Greg. You bad. You bad, man. But this was good. Loved it to death. I rated this. I think I rated it four stars, but I loved it. Top I notch, Jackie. Top notch. Thank you, Jackie. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to read the, the other installment. It's for New Year's, right? Yes. This one's fake relationship. Yeah, that brother wasn't playing. He said, y'all ain't. You know, was like, y'all ain't but to set me up. Let me bring somebody. Because I ain't fooling with y'all. Nick said, oh, no, not Nick. What's the other brother? Shit, the, the one after. 
What's his name? Why is his name? Because homeboy was like, nah, I ain't playing with y'all. I'm going to bring me a fake date for yeah. Chinese New Year. I ain't playing with y'all peoples. I ain't doing it. <laughs> homeboy, is, homeboy is ready. So I'm definitely waiting to read that one. Yes. Love it. I love this series. I think it's great. I can't wait to get to the brother and the sister. And I'm I'm good. And and um, what I, I was thinking, it's interracial, and I feel like it's interracial done well. Good job, yes, Jack. I love well. that. She, yes, she did. It's she didn't center well. any particular ethnicity or anything. Yes. Like I said, I love that she didn't do any description of Tasha's skin <laughs> or anything like that. She, you know, she just did the braids and the eyes. I just loved it. She was just and, very respectful in her description yeah. of a black woman. And I was like, thank you. Because sometimes some and of y'all that, are just doing too goddamn much. And at the end of the day, it's a love story between two people. Yes, they are different, you know, ethnicities. Yes. But we don't want the focus to be on that. It's a freaking love story. Like, I liked right. how in the beginning she threw out there that Tasha had braids. And it was yes. just like, okay, she had braids. Boom. She blocked yeah. anybody with some sense. I mean, unless you one of those white girls who be out there wearing braids, but that's on no, you, child. I'm gonna be headed because oh. <laughs> yeah. But um, you but know, I just like that she didn't like. I just like that she made this a love story. Like I feel like sometimes when we go inside it, we're gonna talk about this. But I feel like when we go inside of these interracial relationships, it's like. You know, we're it's like we're vying for something. We're vying, you know, how the white person did it and how the black person did it. So I just feel like we're always vying for, you know, something in a story instead of focusing on a romance. And I know these are two exactly. people with two different things going on. And you want to maybe discuss those things, but you want to do it in a way that is. I don't know. Not it's not taking away from the romance, and it's not yeah. focusing on the fact that they're from two different cultures. Oh well, you know, I want to do this, and because I'm right. black, this, and do black people do this? And girl, if you don't stop your shit, but you know what? I feel like she maybe thought, and you know, I'm not in her head, but I, I feel like maybe she thought, you know, let me write this character, but I don't know anything about black culture. So only thing I'm going to say is, yeah, she got braids. Yes, she was the only black kid because they are in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Like Greg was the only Chinese kid. And that's all I'm going to do. Maybe she didn't want to dwell into, you know, much of how. Because I like in her books how she dwells in how, like how Chinese people, Asian people are dealt with in, in a predominantly white Canada. You know what I mean? But yeah. she's an Asian woman, so she can have that conversation. And that's what I was about to say. A lot of these interracial authors, you're not black. If yeah. you don't know much about black women, don't freaking talk about black women. And it's fine. Period. It's fine if you don't. And we are okay with that. You could throw out there that she has some braids or she had a, a doobie wrap. Like, certain hairstyles, we gonna know when she black. Doobie wrap, you know, right. blow out something. Like, we gonna know. Throw that out there. Ask one of your black friends if you got a black <laughs> female friend to be like braids, locks, something. We I was pleasantly surprised that I felt the way I felt about her not writing about Tasha's skin color. I was really, really surprised that I was just like I felt like a sense of relief I was like you know what I'm so glad she didn't do that <laughs> I'm so glad she didn't like you know skin like chocolate or some shit like that because I would be like oh my god you know That's the thing. when she mentioned braids I was fine I automatically yeah. said Tasha was black and I kept reading boom right. in my head first of all I saw the name and I already know Tasha was black you know <laughs> and, and it is what it is yeah I, I I like the book. I, the, good job. I like Thank Jackie. All we want, Jackie, is a little more descriptive sex, child. That's it. <laughs> For me. That's it, girl. That's it. For me. <laughs> <laughs> I can go either way, but I mean, it was Greg, so I wanted all the nastiness. I expected <laughs> a little bit more freaky deaky because Greg was so stuffy and by the book and you know I wanted right. him to just turn it out you know you want to read about him being all disheveled and you know all yeah. but I love how she was like he was all muscly and stuff you know what I mean like hmm, yes a nerd with muscles my kind of man okay so 
now that we're on the topic of black women, yes, we're gonna roll into flirtatiously, yes, by author Jay Shanae. This is this is a new author for me. Same. For Never me. read anything uh, by her before, but Same. I was blown away by the cover. The, it was the cover that actually caught my attention because it's four black women. Yep. They all have different skin skin colors. I mean, let's say skin tones. Skin tones. Skin they all have different skin tones and they all have different hairstyles. It was that cover was really, really good. Um, and I love that she did like these four different black women, like you said, different skin tones, different hairstyles. It was a really well done amazing. cover. I liked it. Like cover, I was like, come on. Cover, what they call it? Cover uh cover gasm? Like cover <laughs> orgasm? And Maybe you know, this could, was one of those. I think so, yeah. And it was one of those, um, you know, animated covers that, yes. you know, was starting to dislike a whole lot. But it was a real well done cover. Good um, job. I like amazing it. cover. I mean, amazing. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I was like, this is flawless. To see Whoever four black women. that for her did an awesome ass yeah, job. Awesome job. But, okay. So this book, we have four friends mm-hmm. that decide to go on a girl's trip to Hawaii. Hawaii, yes. And um, we just get, it's, 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 this is a short story. Like, this yeah, is really short. short. So don't go in here thinking you're going to get long-ass woman's fictions book. Fictions book. This is a really long, uh, this is a really short story. And um, I, I liked it. I, I felt like it dragged a little bit. I wanted her to pick it up. At some it, point, because I was just like, "All right, come on, let's 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 get this done." And I and I feel like the book, I liked it because it it centered black female friendships. Yeah, and it was healthy. It was a healthy friendship between four women with four different personalities who knew each other from elementary school. Yeah, and they still everybody everyone's successful. Everybody uh, has their own personality. They they know what they bring to the table mm-hmm. when it comes to this friendship. But the only thing that they were missing, they realized that you know they have everything. They have the friendship. They have uh, they have the career, career, but they didn't have any romantic time for romantic relationships. And that resonated with my spirit, child, because I feel like sometimes as black women, like we, we have our shit together. We, we have the friendships, Mm -hmm. we have our career, but we are, I wouldn't say lacking. We're, We're not just out there, you know, making a romantic relationship, a priority. First of all, because, uh, one, and you can quote me on this. Niggas ain't shit. So. <laughs> I stand by that quote. But go ahead. <laughs> and, yeah. And two. Uh, refer to number one. <laughs> well I like. They, I, I like that they all. Had this same. They came to this all kind of like. Consensus thought of. You know. We have these amazing friendships. We have these awesome careers. And yeah, we all need to be in, not need to be, yeah, we're all lonely and we all want to be in romantic relationships. But I like that they all was like, listen, they wasn't settling for no bullshit just because I was lonely. It was just like, because, you know, they were pretty much like one of the friends. She was pretty much like. I'm not messing with these. Like, if you can't come to my table correctly, Correct. you might as well go drop your shit in the sink and go on about your way, about and your way, it. because it's a not going to go on here. A lot of black women are single because of that. We we prefer to be single than to be dealing with somebody who ain't. You know, they're not bringing anything yeah. to the table. Yeah, I rather you, do bad all by myself. Yeah, because men will be so quick to say, oh, I want to see what you bring it to the table. No, nigga, what you bring it to the table? What you got on this table? I am the table. Excuse me. I'd be like, I am the table. But (laughs) (laughs) I liked liked this because, um, first of all, the men who 
came to them, you know, they stepped up in the place and they stepped correct. Remember that yeah, song? Yeah, they were oh, all. Yeah, they, uh, they were like together men. They all had their separate careers. They had their no, shit together. Yeah, they had their shit together. And, and they, were gonna, they weren't going to come in those ladies' lives and drag them down. Exactly. Much. And it's like these men, they were on vacation, but they took time and they courted these women yeah. on freaking vacation. They, yeah. I was like, well, I can't even get dudes that live in the same state with me to do stuff like this. And these dudes on vacation, oh, Christmas gift planning dates on the yard. I was like, <laughs> why? what am I doing wrong here? It was you a know, really good. It this was, was good. a good. It was obvious that this book was uh, a setup for all of the the friends to have their separate books. Correct. And it was very short and the little romantic entanglements I could have do without it because she ain't really tell us nothing. And I was hoping for a little bit of sex, but you know I can't get everything. But I it asked. was too short for. I, I felt it, the book was too short for sex scenes. I think she was just giving Heavy us a prelude. Pen- Huh? Heavy padding? Oh Lord. I don't I I I don't think there was <laughs> I cannot with this one right here. My mama looking down at me like Lord, I raised this woman. <laughs> okay. The books was the book was too short. Like you said, she was setting us up. This was this was kind of like a pray prelude to their oh, own them. separate books. So with these dudes for the night. Chilling, I mean, something could have gone on. It's not to say, well, she didn't say in this particular book if they did have sex, they spent the night with each respective dude. Um, but we don't know if any uh knock knock on the you know, knock you know, headboard knocking went on. We don't know, I guess we'll figure out in their own books then. Okay, then, girl, but anyway, it was a good, it was a good, um, it was good. I I gave it three stars. I gave it three because I just felt like, for me, I like the story. I like the setup of stories. Like I said, we love this this whole woman's fiction book done showing there was, like, no bullshit going on. Because I feel like in a lot of women's fiction, we always got to have dramas. Always got to be some bullshit in a friendship. But these women were just on a trip, and they were having a good-ass time. And I like that. But I don't know. It was just something in this writing that just, I don't know. I felt like her writing just, it just felt a little bit stilted at times. I don't know. I was just reading it and I was just like, yeah, something wasn't working for me. It just wasn't. I, and I can't really name it, but it just wasn't working for me. So I just felt like, yes, this is a good story. Yeah, I see where you're going. But this writing just, I don't know. It just, it, it, it. It read like it was just run, ran on sentences everywhere. You know, run on sentences everywhere. That's I what I feel. So, yeah. But I I correct myself. I gave it four stars. I didn't give it three. I gave it four. But um, I can see what you're saying because it seems like she was rambling to get all of their stories together. Like she was trying to introduce all of them because she knew her, she knows her plan was to give them their separate stories. Right. So sometimes it felt like she was just grasping, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna put this one there. And some yeah. of it just didn't, it just didn't fit. Like I think one of the friends when she uh, was with her, the guy that was trying to court her, one of their situations just didn't end right. I don't remember which one it was, but. Altogether, I I liked it. I gave it four, like I said. So yeah, altogether, I liked it. Thought it was a good and, story, but yeah. And I'm excited just, something to write. It just wasn't working yeah. for me. But at the end of the day, yeah, good story. And I'm and I'm excited to read the friends. Uh, uh standalone. Yeah, I, I would love. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm hoping. I'm gonna go dive into these these separate stories because I'm interested to see that one. Especially that one who was dating a dude from Hawaii. I think she gonna move to Hawaii with him, child. She gonna have to do something because I'm just like, you going home and your dude in Hawaii. What you gonna do? And he got his own business in Hawaii too. So and he got a lucrative business in Hawaii. So you gonna have to do some aloha in to Hawaii. (laughs) Ah, now listen, dude gonna pay for me to come visit back and forth. I can do that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Cause these do child don't let me don't get me started. Hawaii is expensive as hell. Heck yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So we had a good time with that book. So yeah, now interested. 
interesting, interesting, interesting read. I love coming across new authors and they surprise me. Good. Yeah, I, I, it was a lot of new authors out there this Christmas who drop books, but yeah. like I said on Twitter, your book dropping after a certain time, I ain't reading that shit. Like, what in some hell is going on here? But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Let's yes. rustle on to Santa's Helper. Oh. By Shay Sanders. Hey, Shay. <laughs> hey, Shay Shay girl. How you doing, Shay Shay? Now, I like this book. It was really, really good. This cover is sexy as hell. I thought it was going to be a little bit more erotic in nature because of this cover, but I'm not mad at it. Shay, Shay, you bamboozled us. Okay. <laughs> I just want you to know that you bamboozled us. I thought this was gonna be some somebody rocking knocking the boots, okay? And you gave us every year, every Christmas by Luther. So <laughs> oh boy. Um <laughs> but I'm out at you. I enjoyed the story, but I expected it to be a little bit more, you know, freaky deaky. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> so in this story, we have Julian and Felina who were this is kind of like a second chance type of a yeah. romance thing. Kind of sort of like because it's not like they dated. It's Julian had a huge crush on Felina when they were in school, but she barely noticed him. And it was it was kind of like that situation. Felina was doing whole shit, and that's fine, girl. We in high school. <laughs> she wasn't we fooling with him. for Julian, little ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they uh they meet up again because Julian is now the only black Santa Claus in town, obviously. And you know what? And the mm-hmm. thing about it is that. He took the place of his father. Yeah, I love who was that. Doing, I love the fact that he his father died. And yeah. instead of just letting the black Santa, you know, phase Kinda away. Like he took, fire. Yeah. yeah. He he took on that, you know, job that his father did. You know what? I love that shit. I was like, okay, okay. I also think it was because his father passed on. I also think it was a thing of kind of like staying, like keep, you know, uh, staying, having this connection with his yeah, dad. Yeah. So his dad wasn't near anymore. It was like, you know, still having that connection with his father. So I loved it. And, um, but they meet in the mall while uh, Julian has work. Shay shows up with her kids to, of course, see the Santa Claus. And she's recently newly divorced. Divorced. And, uh-huh. uh, she runs into her old uh, schoolmate. And they kind of like have this kind of like instant attraction thing going on. Julian see her. He was like, oh, girl, you still look good. I'll still drink your bath water, girl. I'll still drink it. So, um, and, you know, the, con- the story kind of like goes from there with them kind of like um, going on his date, and then Julian has like this uh, situation where Mrs. Claus gets sick, and Shay—I'm not Shay, but uh, Felina—kind of like fills in, and we have kind of like this little story going on. Whatever. I thought it was a cute story. It wasn't as hot as I thought it was gonna be, no. but it was cute. Yeah, I like the fact that they were older. Like they were in. Um, Julian is in his late thirties. He was like thirty-eight, I think. Yeah, 38. Yeah. He was in his late so I, I, I like to see stories uh, with older, I, I'm not like seasoned, but you know, late 30s. Because yeah, that's I, I, listen, it's a lot of us in our late 30s who single. It's it's more uh, prevalent. <laughs> well, I love the fact that she had Shay and then she was a single mom. You know what I mean? She had two small kids. I, I feel like we get these stories, these, sometimes we get these stories and they don't do justice to the single moms with kids, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I, yeah, you know, and I like, she did a really good job with Shay, like Shay, and I love, not Shay, Felina. Felina, God damn it. Felina? Really yeah, Felina. <laughs> she did a really good job with her character and I love the fact that she had in that story where Felina said that she didn't, she didn't, she really didn't, she never wanted kids. She only had kids because her husband yes. wanted kids. And I was like, yes. thank you, because everybody don't want to, 
Every every woman in the world don't want to be pushing out no goddamn not because you old, that means you want kids. Everybody don't want these badass kids, okay? Everybody don't want these kids. And I'm that's good. fine. Stop shaming women, women because they want these badass kids. Because mm-hmm. these kids is bad. So <laughs> I'm glad she had that conversation and she was like, you know what? I, I got full custody, but I think I'm going to let my, I'm going to do joint custody with my husband and he, he can have his goddamn kids. Cause, and the thing oh. about it is that this was a single this was a single mom romance where she had nothing negative to say about her ex-husband. It it's obvious they have a a healthy co-parenting relationship. It well, was I no love, drama. I love this influx of stories that we're getting where we're seeing like divorced moms and they don't have no issues, especially in black romance. And they don't have no issues with their ex, you know, or, you know, people are just leaving these marriages or these relationships because yeah, it wasn't all this bullshit going on, but we just realized that, you know what, this, this ain't us no more. Like she was with that dude from high school and she was like, I'm tired of you. You probably tired of me. Let's, you know, let's go on our separate ways, you know? Yeah. So she, you can't just get tired of somebody, you know? And, and, and that's not disrespectful. Sometimes people outgrow each other, you know? And that's yeah. just- and she did. I feel like the themes of uh, divorce, grief, and parenting was handled spectacular in this book. Like, she yeah, did I love that. Job. Was another thing I like because I liked that she had Julian have that conversation where he was just like, where he felt like he really couldn't be like, you know, emotional around yeah. her, and you know, because I'm a man, and I just. You know, we didn't get, it's not a, uh, this is a short as well. It's not a long story. So she really didn't go into detail, but I would love to know like why he felt that way. Like, why do you feel like you can't be emotional in front of women? You know what I mean? And I was just like, wow, I would really love to, I would really love to get like a, a, another book on them just to see like, you know, why he felt that way because he was still grieving his father in this story yeah. you know what i mean so it was just like it, it was something else you, you could just see that he was just really still deep in his feelings about leaving his dad you know i mean about his dad passing away so i was just like okay this is this is pretty good and you know another thing i'm glad that she brought up the fact mm-hmm. that as parents when these kids go we don't miss these damn kids okay oh. <laughs> And then you feel guilty about it because you don't miss these damn kids. So I felt that with my spirit because when my baby boy go, baby, I'm out here like counterfeit money. Okay? I am everywhere. They always come back. They always come back. So I'm like, you know, she, it's it's a lot of, it's a lot of things that that was packed into the short story. But the thing about it is that the way it was packed in, but it was done well. The story yeah. was complete. It was satisfying. I did not feel like I missed anything. I feel like everything was wrapped up in a perfect burgundy bow, because you know that's my favorite color. And Jess was like, here, Tima, Merry Christmas. <laughs> even, you know, even the sex scene, which was it was one sex scene in this book, and yeah. that shit was intense. Because yeah, it was intense. It was intense. Straight lace, your boy was like, he likes some freaky shit. You know, <laughs> he, I feel like if we was to revisit this couple again, mm-hmm. it's going to be more sex and the sex is going to be explosive. Yeah, because he, that one yeah. scene was like, ooh. Yeah, this was, this was a good book. I liked it. I thought I it was it. really, really good. I liked it. It's a good book. I good job, Shay. Good job. Good job, Shay. Even though I wanted a little more freaky dicky. Freaky dicky. just wanted a little bit more, but we did. I enjoyed this. I gave this one five stars. For me, this was I... definitely five stars. It, it, it did no wrong for me. Okay. Sure. She caught my heart when she said, we don't miss these goddamn kids when these kids go. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I love <laughs> that she put that in there. Because I was like, yeah, that is a thing. Like, your kids go, and you just be like, all right. And she was like, you know, I feel bad. <clears throat> and I like that she, you know, she brought it up because, you know, she was trying to make him, <coughs> excuse me, feel better about, you know, him missing his dad or whatever. But, you know, she was like, hey, I'm just not telling you this. This is like how I really, really feel. And I was like, okay. I like, it was a good book. Good, good, good book. 
So now we move on to our last book. Okay. So I read um, One Christmas Wish by D. Rose. And um, this is uh, Friends to Lover Stories. Now, I've just started recently reading more Friends to Lover Stories because I'm telling you, this was a trigger for me. I never read Friends to Lover Stories because I was in a situation oh. with Friends to... Yes. Oh. So this... This is a friends to lovers. It's between, um, I think it was Gabriel and Winter. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they basically, they loved each other like forever. Forever. You know, they always they have that. in dead end relationships. Mm. And it's like when you ask one of them, are you, are, do you, are you going to marry this person? The person that they were, they right. were like, no, this is my problem with friends to lovers relationships and friends <laughs> to lovers stories. Because these people always have some underlying feelings for each other. Yep. And they're just sitting, waiting for something to happen. And that's, that, that's, my, yeah, that's, that's my issue too, because that's me. In my mouth when, it, when it came to this story, you understand that left a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, they, they loved each other. But they were always, but that's always the thing. But it's always the thing in these stories. Like I love friends, I like friends to lovers, but this is always the thing. Like some, it's either one or the other that has. They either both have feelings for each other, or one has feelings for the other one, and it's and the other one's oblivious to it. And it's just like y'all need to get y'all shit together because this is just like come on now. It but was, it's. It's like they were already in a relationship. They've been friends since high school. They they was in separate relationships, but they always, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're friends. I mean, their siblings. Yeah. Always thought that they would be together. Okay, he was in a relationship with a woman that didn't support him, and she was in a relationship with a man he was just trifling. Now, there's a little, oh, there's God. some cheating in this book, but it was not on. It was not on the pages. It was implied because when when um, she went to Miami to support him, they kind of like had a they slept together. She was still in a relationship. Okay. Then she kind of like went MIA on him, like went MIA on him and didn't talk to him. She felt guilty for obvious, you know. And then her boy, she broke up, and then. He broke up with his girlfriend. She broke up with her boyfriend. She came home for her parents' 35th anniversary. And then that's when they've seen each other after this long time after they slept together. Oh, wow. And it was his, uh, her sister was telling her she needed to go out and date. Mm. So the sister set her up on a blind date, but she didn't know that the blind date was with him. Oh. Yes. Ooh, slick so, shit. <laughs> so that's how it went. The 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 siblings, the family, uh, the family dynamics was amazing. Mm. The the you could tell that his family and her family they got along well. The brothers and the sisters they got a, they got along very very well. It was mm. um it was it was a good story. It just dragged a lot, okay. and it was like in certain parts of the story, I feel like it was a lot of unnecessary dialogue that did not need to be in there because the story was flowing. It was like, it started off slow, then it picked up and then they, then they kind of like restored their friendship and he um, expressed that he was interested in her and he wanted them to take a chance. And then it just slowed down again. Mm. You know, it just slowed down again, but he he um it was sweet it was it was very low angst no drama it was sweet he um you could you could tell that he really prioritized winter he was patient with her because he mm. knew that she uh she cared about him but because of what happened she didn't want to like mess up their friendship so he was really gotcha. patient with that and um this book and i think it was because i think it dragged because she kind of like is setting this book up for the secondary characters to have their own story. So we got a lot oh. from August and we got a lot from Giovanni. So it, I think that's what it was. She kind of was setting up this story for the stories of these, the two brothers. I got you. But I really liked it. 
I um I gave it three and a half stars. It was a sweet low end story. Okay. But I just I just felt that it it had unnecessary dialogue and it dragged a lot. But if she had taken out all the dialogue with the brothers and just picked up the story just a little, it it definitely would have been a five star. But I thought it was cute. Okay. I yeah, it was cute. <laughs> It was super cute. And, you know, one thing, but Dee will, she will always have a, a Christmas story. This is her second Friends to Lovers Christmas story that I read. Because I read one from her last year. And this is okay. her second one. So, um, her Christmas stories are usually are usually good. Okay. And right. sweet. I, I don't think... Well, I like Dee Rose. I think she's a, I think she's a good writer. Um, I, I like her stories. I have a couple of her books. Um, and I read a couple of her books. So yeah, um, I think she's but, a good writer. And um, she's another one I feel like she's good. But like I feel with Jackie Lau, like, you know, sometimes it's, there's it's something right. going on in here. Just, the stories just tend to drag a little bit, you know. Yeah. But you love it. You know, you like it. It's just like, you mm-hmm. just want to, like, come on. Let's wrap this up. Let's yeah, go. Let's that's... go. But that's just us being impatient readers. You know what I mean? It's your story, write that's, what you want. That's what that's the issue that I had with with her books that I've read. Her storylines are gold. Like she always has very exciting and engaging storylines. Right. But it's just dialogue. It's just so slow. It's like she she it's like she starts off really really slow. Right. Then it picks up and then she gets slow again. And it was like, come on, D, hurry up, girl, speed it up a little bit for me. <laughs> but other than that, I like her writing. She always has solid Agreed. stories. I've never given her stories less than a 3.5. It's Agreed. always a 3.5 or above. Never given her less than that. Yeah. So, Agreed. kudos to D. Rose for coming through with a sweet, soft Christmas story. Yeah, we had a, I mean, we had a good time reading these books. I think most authors, most authors did most authors did a really good job because I don't know why the fuck I can't talk now but uh I think most authors did a really good job uh putting books out in a decent amount of time and there were some really good you know there were some <laughs> god dang it there were some really good stories um out there you know for the I, most part you know I read so many Christmas stories this Christmas yeah this is my first time reading a whole lot of Christmas books because generally I kind of like avoid Christmas reads because I'm not really a big fan of them or whatever like Halloween you know Valentine's Day I'll read those or whatever but Christmas I'm just like child you because with Christmas you're always too busy doing stuff but you know Rona done fucked up everybody and everything Rona so, was like right so you know um yeah but I do feel like I agree with you what you said earlier some of y'all need to put these books out earlier because uh, hey hey listen was, listen there's man, y'all man, listen. Books coming out after the 19th. Come on, man. Come on, man. Can we get them out before the by the 15th, please? Like I know I have no I I know y'all probably gonna talk shit. I don't care. <laughs> really, I don't care. But I just feel like Christmas books should not be coming out the week of Christmas, the day right. before Christmas, the day uh, on Christmas, two days before Christmas. Like, I'm sitting in the chair and I'm eating and I'm drinking. I ain't trying to be reading no books. Like I want to read these books before so that we can have these read and reviewed and posted on our pages before Christmas. Now I'm sitting here trying to rustle up reviews for these books and I'm going to be posting these reviews up until January. <laughs> Like, come on, y'all. Can we get them out a little? I had shout out a little bit more earlier. Shout out to, uh, I don't remember the author's name, but she had her book out on December 1st. It's that was was Kay Sterling. Kay, shout out to Kay Sterling, who had her book out in these reader streets on 12 1. She had Santa fucking and sucking everybody. But I was like, yeah, Santa. <laughs> Ooh, baby. But, you know, for hey, the most thanks. part. For the most part. Jay pretty Sanders. Decent books. Yeah. You know, pretty decent books. Just going to mount a little bit sooner. But, you know, good books, good reads. 
We're not mad. No, we're not mad. But I do want to give a special Christmas <laughs> book shout out to Two. one of these books that I read. Her name is, I don't, it's called Treasured Holiday by Chanel. I hmm. randomly ran across this book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, this book tugged at my little heart for Christmas. And y'all know I'm a thug, you know, gangster. And oh my gangster. God, it was, about, it was about this couple, like they were struggling with uh, fertility. Mm. They were struggling to have a baby. Mm. And, you know, she wasn't able to conceive. And she was, it was putting a strain on the marriage because... She was, you know, couldn't um, have a baby, but it just so happened that he was a firefighter and something happened at the fire station and he ended up going there to check it out and someone left a baby at the fire station and they fostered that baby. And I was like, it was such a sweet and heartwarming Christmas story. Like I was so like, oh. I was so emotional and she was horrible. Like, and I get, I get why she was so upset, but Jamal was so, he was so patient with her and it was obvious that she was pushing him away, but he didn't allow her to push him away. And that story was so, so good to me. Like I was crying at the end and I don't cry like that. It's emotional. And they mm-hmm. end up getting their happy ending. And it's like she 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 oh. didn't she didn't understand why she couldn't give her husband a kid. And he was telling her we could take other avenues, we could adopt. And she was like, nah, I'm trying to adopt. Oh God. But I just wanted to shout out Arthur Chanel. I don't know if she's gonna hear this, but I really enjoyed your Christmas story and I'm looking forward to reading more from this new author that I found just browsing Amazon. Well, we're going to come up to a close. We've been here for an hour and some change. (laughs) But, um, what? Don't forget our Read What You Got Challenge coming up next month. (laughs) Read what you got, mama. Read what you got. (laughs) Before we leave here, we just want want you guys to know that we do have another, well, task. Tamer called it a task. My bad, it's a task. (laughs) We have a task that is going on, and the name of that task is Read What You Got. And basically... We sat down, we had this little idea of, because so much was going on in 2020 and, you know, us trying to catch up on books, new releases, old books, all that other stuff, we kind of let our shelves get a little bit dusty, and these are all our shelves, not just the mm-hmm. ebooks. and we decided for the month of January, January 1st through January 31st of 2021, you have the opportunity to read all the shit that you have and it doesn't have to be everything but those books that you were you kept saying i can't wait to read this but you ain't read it here's your opportunity (laughs) here's your opportunity here's your opportunity so uh follow us um follow either tamer or myself on instagram um we are we're gonna post well we're i guess we'll post twitter too i guess and um Uh, I'm going to do a blog post on it. So, and, um, yeah. And, you know, for the month of January, uh, clean your shit out. Get rid of, get rid of them goddamn books, y'all. Invest in your shelf. And this isn't just books you own. These are library books, loans, borrows. These audio. Audios, physical books, all that shit. All, all that. them books that you got on your on your shelves, rather they dusty or not, um, you know, that series that you said you was going to read and didn't read, um, yeah. Take Stop advantage. lying to yourself, okay? <laughs> Stop lying. Just come on uh, and read these books, man. Stop lying. Listen, take the month of January and, uh, you know, just lower your uh, your TBR a little bit, you know, instead of that shit 
palling over or side down you or wanting to fight you every time you walk past it. Just get rid of some of the books. There. (laughs) My my shelves be looking at me like, buy one more goddamn book and see what happens. (laughs) See what happens. But uh, yeah, that's it for us. That's it for us. uh, If you're on Instagram, you can find the task. We have a hashtag, and that hashtag is read what you got. Read what you got, little mama. Or sir, read what you got. All the notes. Uh, this will be in the show notes as well. Um, we'll note it in the show notes. And um, that's it for us. Uh, I had a good holiday. You had a good holiday, Tamer? I My holiday was all right. It wasn't nothing to brag about. But it was all right. I'm still here. I'm thankful. The Lord allowed me to see another year. And hopefully next year it'll be, yeah, something to brag about. Amen. <laughs> Well, and you guys, go ahead. What oh, I was going to say thank you guys for rocking with us for this Christmas yeah. episode. We yeah, appreciate thank you, you for so the much. Over one hundred followers on Instagram. We appreciate Yo. you. Yo, now Twitter, get shout to it. out to the followers. Shout out to the followers on Instagram. <laughs> we appreciate y'all for real, for real. Awesome, love it. Thank you so we much. We love you. Kisses, mwah, mwah. <laughs> All right, so this will be our last recording for 2020. Um, we know the Rona fucked everything and everybody up. Um, we hope this year was as good as it was going to get <laughs> for most everybody. And uh, we'll talk to y'all again in 2021. We'll have See some you new in 2021. shit. 2021. Yeah, yeah, we'll have some new shit for y'all. Uh, we'll have some new stuff to talk about and uh, that is it for us here and until the next recording we'll see y'all later see you guys (laughs) bye 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 So, hey, if you're at the end of this show, well, we thank you so very much. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, we're at Brazenly Shady. That's B-R-A-Z-E-N-L-E-E, Shady. And on Instagram, we're at Brazen Bay Reviews Podcast. Well, until the next one, babes. Later days. Bye.